Hello and welcome to the Manifesting Makeup Artist podcast. I'm your host, Amber Tallarico, founder and creator of the What It Takes documentary and now online platform. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to our community that offers education, motivation, and inspiration. It's my mission to connect education with mindset techniques so that you can manifest the career of your dreams. If you love this episode, make sure to give us a five-star review and feel free to take a screenshot on your phone to share with your social media and tag us on Instagram. I want to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, EI School of Makeup, where artistry meets industry. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this podcast. All right. Are you ready to manifest the shit out of your career? I sure hope so because I know I am. Let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. Woohoo. It is 2021. Very exciting. I am ready to start a new year. I'm sure you guys are too. Today's episode is all about goal setting, which is like my favorite topic. One of my favorite topics. Basically, manifesting and goal setting. Top two for sure. And the number one question you should be asking yourselves when setting your goals. So, this is something that I learned from Catherine Zenkina. And also Tony Robbins. Um, That was my great apartment. The thing about a podcast in an apartment, it's like, "Mm, great, there's gonna be a shit ton of weird noises. So forgive me, there might be some weird noises. Uh, My cat also might try to get (laughs) my attention. Um, But anyways, both Catherine Zenkina and Tony Robbins, uh, I follow and they speak about this quite a bit. Um, It was actually something that I learned from Catherine Zenkina about four or five months ago, and it really, really changed my perspective like on everything. It completely shifted. I had a huge breakthrough with this one question. And that number one question that you should be asking yourself when you are trying to set goals for yourself is, who or what do you identify with? So say, for instance, you have that goal. Do you identify with that goal? So This was something that when I came across this, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is like new territory for me because my goals um, that I was setting for myself, my bigger goals, I didn't really feel that. I didn't really identify with them. And something that I want to bring up is two words here. The two words are I am, and they're extremely extremely powerful words. They're everything. And I'm not just talking about affirmations. I think we all know affirmations like I am this, I am that, I am X, Y, Z. And the thing is, when we break this down, right, what do you say to yourself all the time? Like no matter what, at any given time, we're having inner dialogue, right? The I am fat, (laughs) I am miserable, I am depressed, I am sad, I am anxious. I am scared. I am broke, whatever it is. And you have to ask yourself, what do you say to yourself all the time? I'll be super transparent here. I'll give myself as an example. For the longest time, for a very long time, I used to always say to myself, I am fat. Now, was I actually fat or am I actually fat? No. However, I myself believed that I was fat. 
and it doesn't matter. Like the truth of it was that I'm not fat, but I kept telling myself my inner dialogue that I am fat. Those two words are incredibly, incredibly significant in the psyche of our brain and in our mind and body. And here's the thing. Your body doesn't know the difference between a lie or a truth when you believe it to your core. I'm going to repeat this for a second. Your body doesn't know the difference between a lie or a truth when you believe it to your core. So let me explain here. If you have a date, say you're going on a date with somebody, say you're having a meeting with somebody, whatever it might be, you set that time at 6 p.m. You arrive 10 minutes early because you're an early bird. You like to be prepared, whatever, right? It's 6 p.m. and that other person is not there. It's 6.15. They're not there. It's now 6.30. They're still not there. What are the emotions that you're feeling at that point? Imagine yourself in that actual situation. What would you feel? Would you feel annoyed? Would you feel angry? Would you feel anxious? Um, Here's an example if you're feeling angry. (laughs) You might feel angry because you're like, dude, fuck this person. They're wasting my time. I told them to be here at this point. You know, if it's a date, like, you know where you're actually setting up with a, like a, like a, um, like with a partner or something like that, uh, you might be like, seriously, again, they're blowing me off. Oh my gosh, I must be a terrible person. They must not like me. I might not, uh, I must not be attractive enough (laughs) or they're blowing me off, whatever. You might just go to that, you know, go in that type of spiral. If you're anything like me and you get anxiety about these types of things, your inner dialogue might be, oh my God, what happened? Are they okay? Did they get in a car accident? And for me, this is something I very much relate to. I have really bad anxiety. And before you know, before you know it, your date shows up and they tell you that they just had a a family emergency, but everything is fine and well now it's all taken care of. And they're so sorry that they were late, but you know, it it just is what it is. You know, they try to do their best to get there on time, but this, you know, thing kind of came in the way from them getting there right on time. And now you feel like a total fucking butthole, right? Like, oh my God, I like went through all that. Now, I think you understand like the, the examples that I'm giving where your body doesn't know the difference between a lie or a truth when you believe it to your core. So when you were sitting in that seat waiting for that person, you were thinking all these things and you believed them to be true to the point where you started acting emotionally out of that or acting out emotionally from that, right? You didn't know if it was true or not because you had no idea. We tend to make things up in our head and we usually kind of come to this like really terrible worst case scenario place, right? And at the end of the day, your body, your psychological body believes it to be true and therefore your entire body reacts to it as if it's true. Therefore, going back to what I'm saying is that whatever you're telling yourself, your body believes it regardless if it's true or if it's not true. Okay, so taking you back to what I was talking about with the I am, the words I am and whatever else after that. Affirmations are wonderful. I really, I think that they're very powerful. But the only time that shit will actually happen is when you believe it to your core. This is something that really, oh my God, took for the, like, the longest time for me to like finally grasp that. Because affirmations, really, they're great. They really are. But you can say things over and over and over again. But if you don't actually believe that it's true to your core, 
nothing is going to happen. And this has been proven time and time again. Essentially, at the very bottom of this, it is what you identify with. Going back to my original, like, the whole concept of this entire episode. Think of this right now. Who do you identify yourself to be right now? What are some things that you tell yourself on a daily basis? Are you telling yourself that you, you know, are too busy to do things, that you don't have enough time to pursue X, Y, Z, that you are not lovable, that you're not worthy, that you are a bad networker, that you have really bad work when really you don't have bad work at all. You're, you don't have time to post on social media and do, you know, you're not good at self-promotion. You're fat. You're whatever you're telling yourself on a daily basis that essentially causes you to not pursue those goals and or believe the I am statements that you are trying to possess or that you're trying to manifest, so to speak. Okay. And be honest with yourself. For me, I, for the longest time, like literally up until like a week ago, (laughs) um, I identified with just being a makeup artist and it stopped at that. It stopped at that. So I'm, I'm going to bring you my example of like my, my professional, uh, aspect of life. So in my business life or my career, I only identified with being a makeup artist and that was it. So when I created my documentary, I never identified myself as a director or producer when in fact I really was. Like, you know, I directed a documentary and I in fact produced a documentary. But for the longest time, I would never, ever say I'm a director producer or I'm a makeup artist and also direct and produce. I would never say that because I was like, nah, I'm just a makeup artist. And why? Because for some reason, down the line, somewhere in my career, whether that was by hearing maybe somebody or, I don't know, the belief that I had was that I couldn't be both. I couldn't be a makeup artist and a director slash producer. I couldn't be both. You're just a makeup artist, Amber. Like, who are you to say that you're a fucking director? Like, get real, right? Same thing with my online business. Who am I to say that I'm an online business owner? I fucking am. (laughs) I sell online content or online courses. I have an online membership for makeup artists. So I'm an online business owner, but for the longest time, I only identified with being a freelance makeup artist, and that was it. It stopped at that. And in, in a lot of aspects of my life, so for example, my documentary, walls, kept hitting walls, kept hitting walls. In my online business, same thing, kept hitting walls. Why? Because I didn't identify with, with those, those titles. So therefore, I self-sabotage subconsciously, Right? So let me paint a picture for you. I'll give you some, you know, examples. And I've actually, I think I've explained this several times. So those of you that have been following me for any amount of time have probably given, you've heard me talk about this before. So for my documentary, so I I directed a documentary called What It Takes. Obviously, you know, that's what my business called is what what it takes. So um, when it took five years to create to produce and it released in 2017 and around 2016 when we were getting ready to like put everything together to edit it and then to you know release it I 
was trying to manifest $500,000 in basically selling the rights to my documentary. I wanted it to be like on Netflix or HBO or something like that. I wanted to sell the rights for $500,000. That was what I wrote. And I kid you not, I did every manifestation technique that I knew at that time and nothing happened. Not even remotely close to that number. And, you know, it's because I didn't believe it. I didn't at the core believe it. You know, I wrote it a million fucking times, I swear to God. I wrote it, I journaled about it, I meditated on it. Um, and at the end of the day, I didn't actually believe it to be true. I didn't believe that it could happen for me because who am I? I'm just a fucking makeup artist. That's what I believed. I'm just a fucking makeup artist. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't create successful documentaries because I'm just a makeup artist. That was what I was saying no matter what, no matter what I was writing, no matter what I was saying, no matter what manifestation technique I was doing. Right? So set your goals, read them out loud, and decide, do I believe this goal to be true? In other words, do I identify with it? I think that when we sit and ask ourselves, do I believe that this goal could happen or do I believe it to be true? Um, Going deeper with that question will really bring things to the surface for you because it really did for me. And I know that a ton of other people that this was the same thing for them a lot. Like a lot of shifts and breakthroughs tend to happen with this one question. Do I identify with it? Am I the person that I need to be in order to become this goal or to manifest this goal? This question you have to ask yourself is seriously so, so important. When I came across this journal prompt with MBA, it's a Manifestation Babe Academy, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was seriously, so, it, you guys, I can't, I can't even, I'm sure you can feel it from me, but the breakthrough that I had was so huge. It was huge. And in so many aspects of my life, um, this was huge for, you know, that as well. So my health, my fitness, my career. And something too that I kind of realized is that my love life wasn't suffering. So I was like, okay, what areas of my life do I feel like I'm lacking or I'm not really, I'm, I keep hitting, you know, these walls, right? So it was my, my health, my fitness, and my career. My love life was totally fine. It still is totally fine. And the reason why my love life isn't suffering or that I have these walls is because I believe to my core that I am with the right person. Bam. And that's when it hit me. I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, okay, okay, all right. I get you. I get you, Catherine. I see you. I see you. And now I see myself. And now I see where I'm not showing up. Now I see who I identify with right now, which is not that person that is, you know, a successful online business owner or a successful documentarian, right? This is, oh man, it's just like, I, I feel like I'm going through the, the breakthrough again. And so the next step to embodying this person that you need to be to achieve these goals you have is it's almost like you have to change your physiology, Right. So you had, you know, you have the, the journal prompt or, you know, just the inner dialogue prompt of, of going through what I'm asking you to ask yourself, which is what are my goals? Do I identify or do I believe them? Do I identify with them? Right. 
So now, after you kind of put that on paper, the next step is to kind of shift your physiology. So this could look like changing your morning routine, physically going out of your comfort zone, changing your posture, changing your voice, things like that, physically changing so that you can embody, you know, this person that does X, Y, and Z or achieves X, Y, and Z or is X, Y, and Z. Catherine suggested to create a new persona. This is really cool. A really cool little uh, exercise for you to do. Um, Basically an alternative version of yourself. So give him or her a name. Like actually, like, you know, the whole thing with Beyonce, like she has, you know, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha Fierce, right? It's an all, an alternative, uh, what is it called? Um, I don't remember what it's called right now, but basically a different persona, right? Your, your other version of yourself. Tony Robbins actually suggests that you first identify your past self. And this is, this is something to be honest, you should do first. So, you know, take what I just said for like, you know, Put that in the back of your brain. So we're going to start with who do you identify with right now? Give it a name. Like right now, are you where you want to be? Chances are, most likely you're not. <laughs> if you're listening to this, most likely you're not. And it's there's no shame in that, just so you guys know. Please understand that um, there's no shame in that. Don't feel guilty that you've been lazy, that you've been procrastinating. Just identify it, accept it. And the only thing that you can do is is go up from there, right? So give it a name. Give that person a name. Give this version of yourself a name. Feel the feelings and the physiology of that person. That might be that you're afraid, that you're timid, that you're shy, lazy, a procrastinator. For me, I'm just a makeup artist. Those words, man, I mean, those are some powerful words. Words are really, really, really powerful, just so you guys know, if you, can, if you can't already tell. Um, but just the words, I'm just a makeup artist. Those are, that. that's like some pretty, you know, those are big words. And um, today I, I gave that version of myself a name. <laughs> today was the first day I ever did it. And for the long, for some reason, I never gave it a name because I could never think of what that name was. And I decided today that that name was or is Scaredy Cat. Scaredy Cat Amber. <laughs> it's really silly. I mean, you could literally do anything. You could make it, um, you know, uh, you, you could make it Howard. You could make it Sally. You could make it Stephanie, I don't know, anything that you want to name it, or you could do what I did, which is like actually kind of put um, more descriptive words to that name. So for me, a scaredy cat Amber. (laughs) What is scaredy cat Amber doing? She's not showing up the way that she should be in order to be this successful online, uh, you know, business owner. She's not showing up to be the a documentarian that has a, a super successful a documentary and not to say that I'm not grateful for you know where it's taken me up till now because I am but the vision that I had five years ago it just it's not that vision has not been met and um so what is that version of me what is scaredy cat amber doing I'm being lazy and procrastinating was I guess <laughs> so now go back to your alternate version of your best self who achieves all of the goals that you have in 2021 
and give that person a name. Mine is ambitious as fuck Amber. (laughs) Ambitious as fuck Amber. So what would they do? How would they dress? How would they stand? How do they feel? And uh, most importantly, how will they show up? This is probably the most important sub-question to the most important question, which is, you know, identifying, do you, um, if you identify with that person, the second most important is how, how will you show up to be that person? A fun manifesting trick that I learned from Catherine Zenkina is to show up as yourself physically and not just verbally. This is actually, it's very, it's very powerful. I know I've used that word a million times in this episode, but it is very powerful. It, it causes a really a much bigger shift than if you just do this verbally or like, you know, writing it down. And what I did was I went out and I bought a free people cardigan from Marshalls. Now, if you, for those of you that don't know the company Free People, it's a pretty high priced uh, clothing company out. I don't know if they're only based in Southern California or what, but they have the cutest clothes that I love. Oh, here comes a siren. Gotta love them sirens for podcasts. Um, but I, I, <laughs> I, I've always, for whatever reason, anytime my sister Allie and I would go shopping and we would go past a free people boutique, I, we would always go in and be like, oh my gosh, we can't wait till we can afford to buy all these clothes because we want like everything in here. And so what I did was I went to Marshall's. I actually stumbled across this super fucking cute cardigan from uh, Free People and I bought it. And basically anytime that I'm doing anything with my online business, I wear it. And the reason why is because even though I got it at a quite discounted price, (laughs) thank you, Marshall's, I still am wearing something that makes me feel like I'm wearing a really, something that I place a certain value on. And so I, it's almost like I'm tricking my mind into being like, I'm stepping into that, that best version of myself. I'm stepping into that online business owner because I wear it when I'm doing my online business stuff. And I'm showing up as that because that's who I am who I am essentially striving to be. I'm showing up in the present moment as that person. And this is almost like quantum leaping manifesting, if you will, because what you're doing is you're getting yourself in a very specific energetic vibration of success because you are acting as if, and I know a lot of you guys that follow me are really big on law of attraction. And if you follow Abraham Hicks at all, they talk about law of attraction and the biggest thing that they teach on is acting as if. And this is physically the best way that you can act as if. Like literally embodying that person by wearing the things that that person would wear, by doing what that person would be doing, and so on and so forth. Getting that haircut that makes you feel like a fucking badass. Wearing a certain lip color. I know right now in COVID times, you know, we've got masks, so it kind of hides it. But you get what I'm saying here. And it puts me, that wearing that cardigan really, really puts me in that vibration of who I want to be, which is ambitious as fuck Amber. And then, like I said, I already repeated this. Or I am repeating this. 
it reminds me of what I need to do continuously to show up in order to reach my goals. And you can do this in multiple ways. Just ask yourself the question, what would, you know, insert your name, do today? Or insert your, you know, your uh, new identification or identity name. And uh, what would that person do to get closer to X goal? So say, for instance, your new uh, name that you identify with as that person that's going to achieve everything that you want to achieve in this year to come is, in fact, Sasha, <laughs> Sasha Fierce. Say that's the person. So you would ask yourself, what would Sasha Fierce do today to get closer to my $10,000 per month goal or to my being a celebrity makeup artist goal or to my losing 20 pounds goal? What would that, what would Sasha Fierce do today to get to that goal? And here's the thing, you don't have to do it in leaps and bounds. You don't have to like go from step one to step 50. You want to, you want to do it in smaller steps. Why? Because there's going to be a lot, the longevity of, you know, the success of what you're trying to, you know, call in or achieve, whatever, is the longevity is going to be there. If you do it too much too fast, then you're going to burn yourself out. (laughs) You're just going to burn yourself. It's kind of like, for instance, for me, if I am like, okay, uh, what would Amber, uh, ambitious as fuck Amber do today to get closer to my goal of being a successful online business owner? Well, there's a lot that I could do. You know, I could record 50 podcasts and have them all put in the calendars to automatically be, um, uh, like put out released, right? I could, hire a team of three people to do X, Y, and Z and delegate those things out. I could show up every single day on Instagram live and do X, Y, Z. I could, you know, do all of my emails that I'm supposed to be doing that I haven't done. Uh, I could put all of that in a doc, you know, on Google drive or something like that. And then some, you know, put it into convert kit and then everything would be basically on a file and just copy and paste at that point. And I would, you know, delegate that out, whatever. So there's all of these things that I could do. But if I do too much too fast, I'm going to burn myself out. Like we're still humans here. We are not, we're not superhuman, (laughs) right? So you have to do it in small steps, right? So what does that step look like for you? What is that, that next step going to be for you to achieve, you know, your, your 2021 goals? It's like, they're like basically micro goals. So say, for instance, you have a fitness goal, uh, you know, base, a goal for you might be to just be active once a day and don't put like, just, just say that, just be active. That can mean anything. It could be walking, you know, 5,000 steps. Maybe if you're anything like me, I mean, I work a lot at home, I'm not doing a shit ton of steps because I'm working at home. I'm really trying to do a lot of self-quarantining because of, you know, Southern California is in really, really bad state with, with COVID. So I'm staying home as much as I possibly can just for my own sake. And so my step count has gone down significantly. So what can I do every single day to be active? You know, I could do um, 50 jumping jacks a day. You know, that's a, it's really not that much. It's something, but it's not that much. 
and you progress and you add on to that each time that you feel you are ready to take that next step or go to the next level, right? Uh, Another example, like say for instance, like a business goal. So just showing up, the entire concept of just simply showing up. So that could be updating your website and sharing about it in your Instagram, like your, your stories or something like that. Networking on social media, maybe once a day, maybe it's three times a week. That's what you start out with, just networking. And, you know, uh, that could look like direct messaging. It could look like interacting with somebody else's stories. It could look like commenting on somebody's posts. It could look like being in a Facebook group and just doing a couple comments a day. It doesn't have to be radical shifts. Like in order to have a radical shift, I'm sorry, in order to have a radical shift, you don't have to do radical things all at once for it to actually happen. I hope that makes sense. So in order to have a radical shift, it's going to help you significantly if you do smaller steps to get to that radical shift. Like, geez, I mean, the radical shift that I had was just one question that I asked myself. That's a very, very small thing that had a really, really, really big impact on myself. The smaller, it's not always about what, you know, it's not always about how big these, these steps are, these new goals and, you know, achieving these huge to-do lists or whatever it is that you, I feel like us as humans, we kind of, not kind of, we overwhelm ourselves with to-do lists and it's kind of like we don't give ourselves credit for just doing small things every day rather than doing big things (laughs) every day, right? And um, anyways, consistency I went on a little bit of a tangent there my next my next point though that I'm going to make is that no matter what consistency will always be what really helps you sustain that level of um of growth of growth really and it's it's a it's massive like when you're really consistent about something Consistency equals massive growth. I've seen it for myself. And here's the thing. I am no angel. I have definitely, going back to what I was always identifying with or not identifying with. So considering that I wasn't identifying with being a successful online business owner, like I said, I was always putting up these walls and I was always hitting these walls and not really understanding why all these walls started happening and I would lose momentum. I would lose interest. I would become, I would, you know, procrastinate and a lot. And um, something that I do know, when I would be consistent, I always saw massive growth. But there's always something that always stopped me from like going like the long run, right? And I I really do think one, it's because I didn't identify with what I've been preaching about this whole time. But also, I was trying to take too big of steps too fast. I was like, oh my God, I got to do all of these things. And because I was so overwhelmed with all of these things, instead of doing even one thing, I just didn't do anything. Because I was like, dude, this is too much. My brain basically shuts it off. It's just like, dude, fuck that. Because... If I only do one thing, that means I didn't do 90% or 99% of the rest of it, so I'm a failure anyway, right? When really that's not, a, that's not the case. It's not the case at all. You just got to do one thing a day, right? 
or a few things a day. It doesn't it just just small things every day. So now that I've learned kind of this new way of thinking, this new perspective of, you know, who I identify with and, and whatever. In a very short period of time, I have been doing this consistently of, you know, every single day asking myself, what would ambitious as fuck Amber do? Right. And I've seen and I have felt a lot of growth and I'll be com- basically a completely different person, so to speak, by this time next year at the rate that I'm going if I just stick to that. Am I doing radical things every single day? No, not necessarily. There are days where maybe yes, but not every single day. I'm not I, I'm no longer going to put that pressure on myself because I know that does not work. So, now I'm just asking myself like, okay, so what what is that what is that badass bitch Amber going to do today? Right? Maybe that's what I need to call myself, is badass bitch Amber. And what is she going to do? Just one thing. One thing. What are you going to do today, Amber? You badass bitch, you. <laughs> what are you going to do today that's going to just take you that, that much closer to being what, what that goal is that you have for yourself this year? Right? It does not have to be super complex. We like to, we like to complicate things. I know I fucking do. I definitely do. Like I said at the beginning of this, I have bad anxiety. I'm always like, oh my God, that person hasn't texted me in how long? Oh my God, did, are they okay? <laughs> did something happen? And we like to overcomplicate things. But it, it's very freeing when you see that, you acknowledge it, and now you do something different about it. So like I said, you know, in one year, if I'm doing that every single day for one year, right? I'd be a com- like I said, I'll be a completely different person. And what I did is I decided that I identified truly, like when I did this really, really deep inner work, I found that what I really do identify with on a very innocent, very genuine level is that I identify with being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. And for whatever reason, along my journey, I for some reason picked up the belief that I couldn't do multiple things, that I am just one thing and you got to pick a fucking lane, Amber. You got to be just a makeup artist. You can't be a documentarian too and be successful at that and you can't be also this and you can't also be that, Amber, get fucking real. Whoever told me that along the way, fuck you, all right? <laughs> I don't, like I said, I have no idea where I learned that from. So it's, I, I don't have any person in, you know, my mind that comes to mind, but Um, for the longest time I thought I could only do one thing and I do believe in the power of niching down. I really do. I mean, wow, it's, it is very, very, very helpful. Um, so don't get me wrong there. However, this belief that I could only be just a makeup artist has brought up so many walls and a lot of other things I wanted to do with my life and my business. So for instance, with my documentary, my online business, with what it takes and also with my Reiki just so you guys know, I do Reiki. <laughs> Did you know I do Reiki? Probably not. There are definitely a, a few of you, a good handful of you that do know that I do Reiki, but I can guarantee you that that percentage is very small. Why? Because I don't really talk about it. Why? Because I always thought I was just, just a makeup artist, so I don't really talk about it. But I very much <laughs> do, in fact, do Reiki. Like, I have clients and everything. <laughs> and... It's actually something I am wildly passionate about. So 
going back to the question, why don't I identify with this? Because it is something I'm, I am very passionate about. It's because I only identified with one thing, which was being a makeup artist. Now I'm like, put that wall down. I, you know, I do that as well. Why? Because now my new identity is I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur and that's okay. Yes. Going back to my point, niching down is 1000% extremely helpful. When you're an expert in something, people will go to you because you're an expert at that. But that does not mean that you can't be a multi-passionate artist in many different ways. You know, if you're a makeup artist and you really enjoy making jewelry, you can also be a highly successful jewelry owner, business owner, jewelry maker, whatever. You can have a really badass Etsy store. You can, you can do that. It is 1000% possible. Is it going to be hard? Yes. It's definitely not going to be easy. But I really think it's only going to be excruciatingly hard if you don't allow yourself that to identify with it. Because that's what happened with me. And let me tell you, I hope to God none of you have to go through what I did for the past four years, which is just constantly exhausting myself of trying to pursue these these goals that I had. And yes, I, I definitely have achieved a bunch of them. But the biggest ones that I've had for the last four years, I still haven't achieved. And I really do feel to my core now that with everything I've been doing and everything that's coming to the surface for me, this one topic that I am speaking about right now has shifted everything for me and I'm sharing with you because I want it to do the same thing for you. I really do believe that in a year from now, I will have those goals achieved. So, (laughs) and now I own that. I own being a multi-passionate entrepreneur. A successful one at that. You know, ambitious as fuck Amber or badass bitch Amber has always done many things. And going back to my childhood, it, it just is who I am. I legit was that girl <laughs> that sold lemonade on the side of the street in my neighborhood. <laughs> um, and not only did I do that, not only did I do the lemonade stand, I did slushy stands. I sold bracelets. I sold rocks. I even sold gum at one point. it's really funny. It's a really funny story. Um, just a little side note. I was at this convenience store with my dad. I don't recall how old I was. I must've been in like what? Second grade, probably second grade, first or second grade. And I remember seeing this, this, this pack of gum. It was double mint gum and the, it was a pack of 10. And I saw that the price was a dollar 50 for the pack of 10. And there was 10 of them. And I saw on the, the, the pack of gum, the each pack of gum, there was like this 25 cent, like it wasn't a sticker. It was like a little, I don't know what you'd call it. It was printed on the actual pack itself was 25 cents. And I was like, I I remember looking at it and then doing the math myself of, okay, so there's 10 of them and it's only a dollar 50 but these are 25 cents each. If I sell all of these for 25 cents each, that means I get 250, so I make a dollar. <laughs> I was probably in second or third grade, probably not first. I don't think first grade they do multiplication. But anyways, I I did the math right then and there and I was like, "Hell fucking yes." I didn't say that cuz I wasn't cussing at that time. Um, I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm going to 
buy this, I'm going to ask my dad to buy this pack of gum. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell my dad, I'm going to give you back that dollar fifty, but then I'm going to, I'm going to keep the dollar that I ended up making. So I knew I was going to make a dollar profit. And, um, I went door to door and I sold those 10 packs of gum. (laughs) And so it's just a funny story to tell and a funny memory to look back on because this, this is me. That is me. That is my identity. I was always doing something. I was always coming up with very creative ideas to make money. And the reason why is because one, I think it is something truly in my DNA to do. I think I'm just naturally an entrepreneur, but my parents always were like, oh, you want that? You're going to have to pay for it yourself. And so at a very, very early age, I was always trying to figure out ways to make money so that I could buy that Barbie or buy that coloring book or buy that CD. And um, I seriously, babysitting got me so many CDs back in the day for real, for real. You know, I just did what I needed to do to make money to buy the things that I wanted that, you know, my parents weren't willing to pay for. And so (laughs) I want you to take time today to really think about what your goals are for 2021, which I'm sure by this time you already have, and answer that question of, do I identify with these goals? Do I believe to the core of my body and my being that I'm that person? Do I believe that I, I can do this? Am I showing up as that person in my current reality Am I showing up as that person? Nine times out of 10, 9.9 times out of 10, that answer is no. It was for me. And for so many others, that that is, you know, a no. And now what are you going to do to shift that? How are you going to show up? Go deeper and name your old self and then name your new self. Give that, that alternate personality that name. You know, my old self is or was Scaredy Cat Amber. My new identity is Badass Bitch Amber or Ambitious as Fuck Amber, whichever one. Either one works for me. (laughs) And write down how or what you will do to show up as that person. And like I said, small steps. Very, very small steps. It doesn't have to be anything drastic. So I hope that you loved this podcast and that it helped bring some new clarity to your goals and also some magical ways of shifting your perspective so that you can achieve these goals with, with flying colors, dude. Like, that's what I want for you. And I hope that, uh, that you really enjoyed it. And I would also love to know about what your current identification is, that name, that old name, that old person, and also your new identity, your new person. Who is that? I'd love to hear from you. Follow me on Instagram and tag me at what it takes underscore M-U-A and screenshot, you know, the podcast little screen that you have and, and tag me in it and then share that little bit of information. Who is your old self and who is your new self? What's the name of those two? Uh, It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to hear from you guys and see what you guys came up with and some of the shifts that you may, or breakthroughs even, that you may come across, you know, listening to this. If there's just one person that has a breakthrough, I know my job has been done. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Amber Tallarico, and I'll catch you on the next one.